Welcome to On The Hill Podcast. All right, so we're back. We're live on the hill. Back on the hill, man. And tonight, man, we got a very special guest. Special guest, a little taller than you. Better looking, taller, more muscular. Mm. Yeah. A little, little, little more hair, you know. <laughs> a little more hair, yeah. But actually, the uh, the sheriff from Hopewell. So we're honored to have him on here, Travis Stanley. So thank you so much for coming, Sheriff. No, thank you for inviting me. This is uh, this is nice. Yeah, thanks yeah. for being here. So, uh, Sheriff, if, if uh, first of all, you know, um, when we talked about you coming on the podcast, you were like, hey, man, I really don't know if I have a uh, story to tell. But in the Hill is all about stories, people's stories. We've had local business owners on. We've had uh, Dr. Greenberg all talking about, you know, specific things. But a lot of that, that time on here was him talking about his life growing up and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we start. But you do have a success story. So where were you born? Where were you raised? I was born in Hopewell. Um it was called John Randolph Hospital back then. I think it's Tri-Cities now, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know what John Randolph did, but well, got him, I guess. But uh, Something got him, yeah. Something got him. But, uh, yeah, I was born in John Randolph Hospital uh, back, in the, back in the 70s, and, uh, you know, now I'm an ext- uh, endangered species. You know, they don't have births there anymore. So, oh, really? Uh, they don't? Yeah, they don't. They don't they nobody don't do can be born in Hopewell anymore. anymore. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that either. So you were born in Hopewell. So, so mm. kind of as a segue, let's think about it. So I was born in Petersburg, but I grew up in like Chester and Prince George. But you actually grew up in Hopewell, right? Grew up in Hopewell, yeah. Went to school, graduated. Born and raised. And, yeah. So what, what was the elementary school you went to? Do you, do you remember? Patrick Copeland. Patrick Copeland. That's still there, mm-hmm. right? It's a different building, um, but same name. So, How about middle school? Carter G. Woodson. Carter G. That's still there. That's still there. That's still there. And then, of course, Hopewell, Hopewell High, High School. School. Yeah, is that the one only high school there? Yeah, yeah, one high school. So, so uh, all right, man. So, I mean, we're gonna jump. Well, everybody knows you're the sheriff now, but it's kind of wild. I think to me, there's nothing better, and that's why I'm so. I mean, first of all, we know each other from working a little bit together, P Town, Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think when we were talking about you know you coming on, and um, I was like, man, there is no better story than that local young man. Ends up become the sheriff. Yeah, sounds like a childhood dream. Yeah, it, I mean, it really was. It it, it started back. Uh, you, you mentioned Carter G. I mean, it started back in Carter G. Um, when this thought of running for sheriff one day popped into my little pea-sized brain head. Really? Yeah. That far back? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, daydreaming like I normally did back in those days, and um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. And and my grades kind of led me into law enforcement. I wasn't smart enough to get into anything else. <laughs> But yeah, no, I knew uh, I knew back then that that was a dream that that I wanted to uh, to try to chase after, and you know, wow, I didn't know it was that long a lifelong dream for you like that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I know that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, so uh, I mean, most kids that age don't don't know what they they want to do, but I mean, your career. So you graduated high school, and it, I know uh, I don't know the time frame, but when did you apply and get hired at Petersburg? Was that your first law enforcement job? That was my first uh, law enforcement job. I wasn't back in two thousand and four when I started there. Goodness gracious. Yeah. And that was in Petersburg? Petersburg. Petersburg, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the proven grounds. Yeah, I was up at the academy. I'm taking a class on the Greenberg. Uh, he asked me to come take a class that he teaches. But um, there was a firefighter in there from Prince George. And, um, you know, we all introduced ourselves. And he's like, he's like, so how long did you work? He's a young kid, man. So he's like, how long did you work in Petersburg? I was like, 21 years. He's like, most people don't make it that long in Petersburg. But anyway, you know, I said most people don't. But. I, my uh, personnel file was so long, didn't really have a chance to, <laughs> to go anywhere else. <laughs> right. That's the truth. Though. But anyway, yeah. the point was, I mean, a lot of great people start there. So mm-hmm. you start, how, I can't remember, so you started in 04. Mm-hmm. How long were you in there, though? Not 21 years, I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> maybe four, four and a half. And then, um, then you went over to the sheriff? Oh, uh, not not initially. I, I left. I you know, I, I threw in the towel at that point. I said, you know what, this ain't for me. Law enforcement, you know, uh, I was burnt out. Uh, yeah. I, I was more sick of the white shirts back then than I yeah. was anything else. Yeah. But, um, you know, it it really, you know, at that time, I was like, man, I just, I just don't know if I can do this as a career. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's very, very, you know, stressful. The, you know, the job takes over so much of your life that, yeah. you know, you really don't have a, a home life. You're working holidays. You're working midnight shift, That's true. Yeah. Uh, weekends. So it's, it's really tough. So um, anybody that can do that for – 
21 years or longer, I mean, you know, I take my hat off to you guys. So, um, but no, I, uh, I, did, I left uh, initially in 2008 um, to go to a civilian job. Actually, when I, when I left Petersburg, I didn't even have a job lined up. I just say, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm leaving. <laughs> and I'll, I'll worry about that later. <laughs> Um, but if you remember in, in 2008, you know, we're smack, looking smack into a recession and, yeah. you know, the stock market crash and everything else. And I said, well, this ain't looking good. <laughs> so, um, I, I fortunate enough to know a guy that, that worked for a U-Haul and, um, he got me a job working for, for, uh, the U-Haul center up on West Broad by Staples Mill as an assistant manager, and, you know, I kind of did that for a year and, and then got a phone call from then-sheriff Greg Anderson who uh, right. said, hey, uh, you want to come write some tickets for me on 295? There you go. <laughs> I said, absolutely, I will. That's I awesome. said, you did that too for a little while. Yeah, I did, yeah. And that's – um, so in 04 – well, first of all, I mean, I think you're right about law enforcement. And, and, and the only bad thing about starting in Petersburg is – First of all, I mean, you put hit the, the nail on the head with the white shirts. You know, just depending on when you were there and what, where, who you were within the agency. And I'm not trying to badmouth the agency, but mm-hmm. and I, I know you're not either. But essentially, you know, so much of your success, anybody's success in any job, particularly law enforcement, depends on the supervisors. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who you were in relation to who was in command. So I, I think that you probably made a good decision. Yeah, I don't know how I stuck it out there so long. I just didn't have any other options, but because <laughs> you're hard headed. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty, uh, I am loyal like that, but uh, I think I stayed. I mean, honestly, for the SWAT team, you know, mm-hmm. the CRT team. I mean, I mean, we're not here talking about me, but I think that kept me there for at least 12 years. And then at that point, I was I was at a point of no return. You want mm-hmm. to reach that retirement, right? But anyhow, so all right, so you get a call from you know, and I was thinking it was the. Uh, um, so it was actually Anderson who called you. You started working he for him. Had, he had another deputy call me on his behalf. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's cool, though. So then you were part of the, the 295, the million-dollar mile. I was uh, one of the one of the first. I wasn't the first out there. There was a couple of deputies that were out there. Um, I think the program started actually right around 2008. Wow. Um, and I didn't get there until 2009. But, um, yeah, so uh, that's how I – arrived at Hopewell Sheriff's Office, which, you know, I jumped to the chance to, you know, to come home and and work for a a department inside my hometown and, you know, uh, being close is, you know, it's a a benefit, you know, you don't have to, it's hard to be late to work when you live in the city, you know. That's cool, though. (laughs) Well, the other part is you have a vested interest in the community. Oh, that's right, yeah. That's the big part, but yeah, Mm -hmm. being right there. So, so Anderson, he retired, and then who was the next year? That was uh, Luther Sodat. Yeah, I was going to say Sodat. I didn't want to say the wrong one, man, because mm-hmm. that would have been sad for me. But that's who, I, that's who hired me. Okay, I was wondering, is that who you yeah. were under? Mm-hmm. Now, the the 295 stretch, that, I remember you just telling me before, that was all self-sustained as far as the cars and the equipment and all that kind of stuff? Well, by self-sustained, what do you mean? Um, as far as, I guess, when tickets get processed and the money goes towards vehicles and Things like that. Yes and no. Um, so, what happens with the revenue that's generated off of two ninety five? It goes, you know, it goes all to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, they put it in um, the capital improvements fund is where where it goes, and that's really what Hopewell uses to spend. You know, it's walking around money, so to speak. You know, any kind of special project they want to. Um, you know, like a big H, you know, on, mm-hmm. on uh, the Appomattox Bridge, you know, they'll, they'll pay for <laughs> that money and um, pave roads and that sort of thing. But, you know, it helped keep um, property taxes low as well. So the okay. sheriff at the time and, and the judge at the time that were, you know, instrumental in, in bringing this uh, this program to the sheriff's office, um, you know, realized that and, and saw the benefit. And, uh, you know, obviously that's what, what brought me there. But um, so – as far as the cars and all that and the money that, that's uh, that's used, um, the city gives us a budget every year. Um, but a portion of our budget, you know, goes – it's broken up into lines, but it, it goes, uh, you know, towards vehicles. It goes towards equipment. Um, if you fast forward several years, uh, we, when we started the e-ticket uh, program, mm-hmm. the city passed a uh, – uh, an amendment to the the – the traffic fine, uh, which added five dollars per, you know, every every fine they had a sur- uh, surcharge of five dollars. 
that went into a pot that was supposed to pay for the equipment. Okay. Um, now I don't know how much of that pot, so to speak, you know, we get, um, but we get a big chunk of money just from, you know, uh, from that, but it's a, it's a flat, flat rate every year. Right. 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 So, um, and speaking of cars, we're, we're actually in a kind of a situation right now where we've ordered, you know, eight Dodge Durangos that I've been waiting on for over a year. Wow. We're still dealing with, um, you know, chip shortages and that sort of thing. It's a, you know, um, luckily they're, they're sitting up at a East Coast upfitting right now. I don't know if okay. you're familiar, but um, waiting to get upfitted. But, you know, we're kind of in behind uh, Chesapeake. Uh, oh, police wow. department and i think they've got like 80 cars wow um so yeah they're they're so they they're ahead of us so our eight are, you yeah, know, i was gonna got, say they got, can't uh, bump you ahead and just, <laughs> you know i mean you would think but no they, they said uh i don't even know who that sheriff is in hopewell we'll just put him in the back so <laughs> but yeah so we're still waiting but yeah we should be getting getting those cars um and that's actually they're actually going to be leased through enterprise enterprise uh wow. car company has that's a cool. has a uh a leasing program for uh, for law enforcement and that sort of thing. Hmm, I, didn't so. I didn't know that either. I used to work at Enterprise. Yeah, Enterprise. Yeah, I think it's it. a fairly new program from, from my understanding. I didn't know anything about it until I took office last year. Hmm. Yeah. Well, good for them. Hmm. Hey, real quick. So speaking to the mic one more time, Sheriff, I want to double check something. Check, check, check. Check, check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's working. I mean, we had a little technical stuff here. No. All right. I, I moved it, it a little bit closer to me. But don't so. worry. I, I'm the novice. I'm looking at something. I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I just want to make sure. Um, yeah, I'll so double we, check. That's cool. Um, all right. So you're self-sustaining. So I guess in a sense it is. I mean, I remember, and, you know, he's passed now, and, and um, I just remember I remember going from – so I left Petersburg, I think it was 2013 or something like that. I'm, I'm terrible for years, but – Anyhow, um, Sheriff Sadat hired me, and um, I was actually still working for Sheriff Crawford. So I spent my last two years working for Sheriff Crawford. And That's right. You went to Petersburg Sheriff's Office yeah. when, uh, yeah. when, when I, I left Petersburg PD. And all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So when I sued the city of Petersburg and Chief, the ex-Chief Dixon or whatever, I did go to Sheriff Crawford. But, you know, and, and just as, as a side note, um, I mean, I, I told her the things that were going on there, and I mean, it's all in the news. They had like a twelve million dollars shortfall, if you remember all that, mm-hmm. and um, some of the background to it. And she she thought I was, you know, making the story up or I was crazy. But yeah, it ended up being all factual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, the point is, she she reached out to the sheriff, and uh, I, I'm always appreciative for her for that. And then uh, sheriff Sadat hired me. But uh, two things: one, y'all did have all this great equipment. You know, so I'm coming from Petersburg, and you remember mm-hmm. that. I mean, we had to share cars. Yeah. Like the first duty belt I had was used. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking in there like a kid in a candy shop, man. Because mm-hmm. Hopewell Sheriff's Office, I mean, and they still do got they had the stuff together, and all great equipment. You know, and Jim McEnroe was in charge at the time, and um, you know, he told me he probably didn't want to tell me a lot of self sustain. That's probably where mm-hmm. my son got it from. But uh, and it probably you know, and, some, and I was just, you know, I was wondering too because. I know that's all you did. You, you didn't run any other calls or yeah, we didn't. you weren't on the street. No, we didn't. But uh, I think that's when that Dallas shooting had happened. Remember that? And mm-hmm. So uh, the the, the uh, chief at the time, and I'm not sure, was it uh, – it starts with a K, I think. Cohane. Cohane. He, mm-hmm. he asked if – the sheriff is like, you know, he said, can we double car – can we d- double officers up deputies and, and officers? Okay. And um, – so I mean the working relationship, and I, I, I assume it's the same, I guess, between you guys and the, and the PD in a sense. We've um, we've really you know worked hard at, at building that relationship. Good. Um, and, and and you know I'm not speaking out of turn. I mean they they've told me some of their uh, command staff have told me personally that this is the best working relationship they ever had with that's the Hopewell Sheriff's Office. That's it, and that's so, that's huge. Yeah, I mean yeah. because you know. And 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 for you for you sheriff and then for the chief there and for the, the personnel. I mean, if you if you recall, and this is no slight on you know Sheriff Crawford, but it, when I was in Hope, I'm in Petersburg rather, it was a terrible working relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, yeah. And it wasn't because of it wasn't it was the people at the bottom had no control. It was mm-hmm. the, it was all this fighting at the top, you know. Yeah. But that's great that you guys can work together, and and that's what we did. So we did do answer some calls and service if there was a need, and, yeah, yeah. and if we need help on on two ninety five when I was there, you know, Hopewell PD was kind of was going to come help. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. So, in fact, so in 04, i I'm trying to think what I was doing because you you were there, but 
So what do you remember who you were under? I mean, this is back in Petersburg. I mean, I'm not trying to bring up you know, anything negative. Um, so my first um, – Were you on nights or something? I was on nights, 300 yeah. Alpha. Um, the, the land of misfit toys, I think, is uh, – <laughs> they put all the rejects on that one, uh, that one shift. So I was on a shift like that too. But I was wondering because, you know, I knew you were there, but we didn't – my son asked where you got here if we worked specifically together, but we really didn't have a chance. No, no I think you were in investigations yeah. when uh, I think that's something there. like that happened. Okay. Yeah. I can't so remember. off the – off the well, street. yeah, in Petersburg, if you you know you're in investigations, but then if you if you mess up or they don't like you, they they throw you back on patrol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so a lot of guys went from. I mean, and we had some great officers there that were put back in patrol, and they you know they never should have been put back in patrol. I mean, not that anything's wrong with patrol, but they should have been able to retire from where they right, had spent right. the majority of their careers. And I won't name the guy, but I mean, he did something, made somebody mad, and he he retired as a patrol officer, which was you know okay, no problem because he's you know. We call it the slug. We were called the slugs. We had we called our, our squad the slug squad because all the rejects were put on that squad. Yeah. Whoever. Anyway, we digress. But I, I was trying to figure <laughs> out how how we you know uh, didn't necessarily you know work together. But I think that's uh, that's probably what it is. But then we got to work together on two ninety five. Right. I mean, and you know, even then I was like, you know, when I when I saw you um, and we came back in contact, I was like, man, this guy's pretty cool, man. I mean, you treated me decent then too, so. Even from, yeah. the, from that point. And I was like, and it, and not that you wouldn't have, but I knew you were a good guy then, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I try to treat everybody the same. You yeah, know, it's, that's uh, it doesn't matter, you know, just quickly, a quick story. When I worked in Sussex, you know, um, you know, Sussex is a full-service sheriff's office. Hey, and, I, uh, you were there too? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's where I was at actually when I won the election. So I was working for Sussex oh, County Sheriff's Office. That's right. Okay, I remember that. I remember yeah. That. And, um, you know, they had a jail. And uh, it was nothing for, you know, you, you come in, you come into the office, go up to the patrol room, two o'clock in the morning, you know, going to write a report or something. And, and uh, there's just a trustee, you know, taking the trash, you know, picking up trash and all that, just walking around, you know. <laughs> and it was a little jarring at first, but, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just how it was <laughs> down there, you know, the country. I mean, they, yeah. you know, it's a little different. Things go a little different down there. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you you're speaking to somebody that's obviously incarcerated for something. I never asked them what they were in there for and right. didn't, didn't really care. But, you know, I still, you know, sir, you know. That's right. You, you right. still treat people with respect um, because you should, you know, nobody should be judged by one singular incident. No, I agree um, with that. Yeah. You know, now you string a few of those together, mm-hmm. then maybe you can, you know, your opinion can can kind of hold a little more weight. But, you know, I try to I try to look at everybody as as a multifaceted uh, type of you know creatures, and you know we're, we're none of us are defined by one you know specific moment in time or, no. or uh, incident. So uh, just treat everybody with respect, and, unless they you know force you to do otherwise, and then All right. But, um, you know, it's just kind of the philosophy I have. So, yeah, um, that's a long way of saying that, you know, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. But, no, no, uh, that's but true. I, um, yeah, I really just try to try to do that. I guess I learned that from my mama. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's well, the best. Best teacher. That's one of the best gifts to have, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so, all right, so you, so that was in 2000. When, when did you, uh, so Sheriff Sadat decided to retire, you decided to run for sheriff. Yep. That was in... 17. 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a backtrack. You, right out of high school, you got into law enforcement? No. No, I went to college, you know, I did that route. I uh, got my bachelor's in, um, in criminal justice, you know, oh. thinking, uh, nice. you know, I'd be, you know, hired on the first attempt, you know, mm-hmm. you know, know with a college degree. And Where'd you I go to college? A, I went to Chowan uh, University. Um, that's where I uh, got my bachelor's. Um, that's after I transferred from, you know, my parents were not, um, not too excited about my prospect of going to college out of high school, you know, yeah, wasn't, wasn't right. the best student, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think on my report cards I, w- I would get, uh, does not apply himself right. quite frequently or talks too much or something, you know, that's but, right. um, but hey. yeah. Um, so they were like, do a junior college first, you know, yeah. so yeah. just, do, you know, do something, do something small first. And if you, you know, if you do well at that, you know, then we'll think about going to a four year. And, and that's what I did. I went to John Tyler and got my associates and in police science there and, you know, Damn. and really, you know, kind of found my own way um, scholastically and uh, John Tyler on the dean's list and all that. You know, I guess that, that little, little success that, 
that I had never had in high school and, and the change of pace from, you know, not doing the same classes every single day yep. to kind of having things broken up, I think suited me a lot better and, and all that. And, and you like can't, I, said, I mean, you probably cared about it more than. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I can't probably can't say it on the, on the podcast, what my dad told me, but you know, he basically don't mess up, you know, yeah, I got I mean, he's paying, he's paying for it. So don't mess up. No, that's right. No. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, this ain't public school anymore. You know, you're not you're not getting this education for free. A little more money involved. That's right. So. It is. It is. But yeah, that's cool. Though. I didn't. I did, I'm sorry I didn't ask you that because I did, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And I, I did the same thing, dude. I don't think it's unusual for boys and young men usually mature, you know, later than than say women. It's just what it is. It's biological. Yeah. 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 So you transfer from there into. I did. Yeah. Long. Yeah. And I played football for them and and. Uh, you know, got my got my bachelor's and you know graduated, and um, then it was only uh, three years. I think it took me to finally get hired by someone, <laughs> which was Petersburg. Because I mean, back in those days, you know, everybody was looking for certified officers. Yeah, and of course, yeah, I'm right. like, well, how do you get certified if nobody will hire you? No, you're right. It, it, it's funny how that how that's changed over time. Like when I got mm-hmm. hired in '94 in Petersburg, um, I was like the only person there for any college. Everybody was. Prior military because they they mm-hmm. didn't they didn't they like that's not a big deal they didn't care about college they wanted they wanted you know people with some discipline and, and some proven success mm-hmm. and now you fast forward to four but yeah you're right it was it was it's changed how how they who they're trying to hire because now there's a whole other standard and that, I think now they're just just trying to get people but yeah it, it comes and goes it's like a wave but that's pretty cool so Chawan is is that in North Carolina or is it, it is yep yeah okay I was going to ask I didn't even know where it was. Now, you play football. What position did you play? I was a tight end, um, which is a position I, I never played in high school. I would have guessed that. No, I learned, learned a whole new position. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know. Any any highlights? Um, they were not a uh, passing to the tight end team, I would say. <laughs> um, but, I, but I will say uh, every one of my receptions either resulted in a touchdown or a first down. So I'm, I'm pretty proud about those stats. Damn. Yeah. That's what we're talking Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's – so you know when the sheriff came in, we we're like, "Hey, dude, we had to upgrade our mic stands because I, I was like the other ones were like I can lean into it, but I'm like you know five foot six or something. But I, we had to, up, to upgrade. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely nice. Yeah, these lean actually back a we, bit we, we were trying to find you know the decent the most decent stuff we could afford to get. But anyway, so we had to upgrade for uh, for you your size of tight end. Well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And you get the complimentary on the no, hill look, cut. I, I mean, look, that was worth the price of getting over here. You know, I, I do. That's nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. No, we appreciate it. So that, that is cool, man. It's, and that's what I like about this format. We don't really plan this out. And uh, that's cool, though. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah, we talked to my brother-in-law because he said after high school, he well, no, he went to school, kind of flunked out of college, and then spent like, I think it was also two or three years kind of in limbo. Mm-hmm. And were you working – like just part-time jobs in that time yeah. or you just yeah, I was actually doing three part-time jobs when I got hired by Petersburg I was bouncing go figure um <laughs> doing I landscaping it. I yeah. believe it too yeah landscaping and uh I was actually substitute teaching as well up at oh, that's school, cool, so oh, yeah. so you get that too I taught for yeah. 5 years and yeah. yeah I do I do HVAC now but that's not not an easy job, especially subbing. I think that's harder. Than- it, it was a uh, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Not the work itself, but you know, trying to control. Um, yeah. You know, not being able to just jerk a kid up and you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I really I, I enjoyed it. Boy, the kids, you know, they see a substitute and they're like, "Whoa, it's a Play free day!" day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Eric taught five years in Prince George, and mm-hmm. then uh, actually this summer you switched over to HVAC. Yeah, made the switch just. Just un- underpaid and just overworked. And I was like, you know what? I'm like going to try something else. And yeah. I actually had a cool story today. Because, um, you know, a big part of teaching is you, know, you kind of make a difference every day. You kind of mm-hmm. see it right there and then. But and, and I, th- I'm, I think with, I'm not comparing HVAC to police work, but yeah. when, usually when you see a customer, they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. They've been in the heat yeah. for sure. three or four days. Yeah. And depending on the situation, this this lady her husband was uh, in hospice at home. Mm. I think he had about a, a week to live, I think she was saying. And she woken us with a smile. And um, of all the customers we've had in, in the summer, it's like she was one of the most happy. I would say happy-go-lucky, just that we were yeah. there and responded to her. Right. And then she started telling her, telling us her situation, and it was like, 
lady, how are you yeah. even talking to us right now? Mm-hmm. And we came, the part didn't come in, so we came back and gave her window units today. I mean, she was giving us hugs, and we were all sitting there choked up crying. And mm-hmm. so like, that's what any, any, any job where you're helping people, I mean, that's really what it's all about. And yeah, absolutely. You see somebody at their worst, and she's just happy for, mm-hmm. for us to be there for her and her husband. And yeah, that was, that was one of those moments I was like, yeah, I'm still, still making a difference. And I think so. And, yeah. you know, I think, I, she, I think she may have been a little upset at the office ladies and they're like, you know, just be careful. Mm-hmm. This lady seemed a little upset when you get there and you just, we were nice to her and we walked in and we figured out what was really happening. That's like what you said is treat everybody with mm-hmm. respect. And, and uh, we got her some AC, which was good, but you know, you just never know what someone's going through. <laughs> Particularly for husband on hospice. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I found, I mean, 99% of the time, you know, people just want to be heard. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, they feel like nobody listens to them. And, you know, and in that situation, she's probably calling and, you know, and I understand everybody's busy and all that, but, you know, they're just trying to find out what the problem is and get off the phone and exactly. moving on to the next one. The phones are constantly ringing, so I can understand that. But she was, you know, understandably upset and, you know, felt like her situation was, was very important and, yeah. and it was to her. And It's probably uh, hard to bring up on the phone to somebody right. you don't know. Right, yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, just listening, I found to be just – tremendous as far as getting cooperation and all that you know i mean 99 percent of the time that's all they want is to be heard yeah yeah so just treat them like a any other person Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah 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 um all right so we 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 jump back to college so all right so you decide when uh the sheriff decides to retire you run yeah uh, well actually i mean he he actually uh was the one that approached me um, about running, you know, he he approached me about two months or so uh, before he announced that he was going to retire, um, and and you know, kind of tipped me off, and you know, to say that look, you know, I'm thinking about retiring, and you know, if I do, you know, or, you know, if he, this is him speaking, if, yes, sir, he yeah. said, if I if I do retire, you know, would you be interested in running? And I, and I told him, I said, well, I mean, I told you before that. Um, I wouldn't have any interest in running, but if, you know, you ever decide to, to, uh, to retire, you know, then I'd take a look at it at that point. Um, so, you know, basically from that conversation, you know, he just told me just to, um, just to keep that in mind and he'd let me know when he made a a decision. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I, uh, you know, talked it over some people and, um, about two months later he came to me and asked me if I was ready. And I (laughs) said, yeah, I'm ready. And, um, that's kind of how that happened. That's good. Yeah. And you were in Sussex at that time? No, I was Hopewell it, Sheriff's Office. Oh, yeah, you were in Hopewell. He was employed there, so when the sheriff left, he he ran. I got yeah. you. But got he had you. a competitor that was somebody that also worked for the sheriff. Oh, really? Yeah. It was kind of a curveball that nobody saw coming. Um, the captain at the time you know, threw his name in the hat and, mm. and um, um, decided he was going to run, which at that time, the, the sheriff, you know, Luther uh, Sodat, Kind of, you know, threw his hands up. Was like, well, since both of y'all are running, you know, I'm gonna stay out of it instead of coming out and endorsing me. So it kind of, you know, put me uh, a little uh, at a disadvantage. Right, right. You know, uh, being um, not that high on the totem pole at that time. Right. Um, to have a, you know, the number two guy, you know, deciding to run as well. So yeah, maybe um, tough. Yeah, it was a little tough situation. And it, what what were you? Uh I guess, what was your rank when you ran? Uh, corporal. Corporal, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a corporal. He ran, and then um, not the outcome you wanted. No, no, but learned a lot of lessons. Right. And, and um, you know, we took that lesson um, into the second go-round uh, four years later and, um, you know, corrected what we felt like needed to be corrected, and it worked mm-hmm. out in our favor. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and here, that's, yeah. I mean, like I said, man. And it probably worked out for the best too. You probably learned some um, stuff along the way, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think people learn more from from defeats and failures than they do from successes. You know, yeah. And, uh, and there, the, not to go into it, there was there was some controversy in, in that election, but um, I think it's kind of like with you, with the um, like you said, out uh, of out of high school, you know, and it's not unusual. I mean, I'm, I, I had the same path. I mean, I, I had to go to a junior college too. But you didn't give up. You didn't quit. So uh, four four years later, you ran again, and now you're sitting here as the sheriff. Yeah. 
So that's pretty. I think it's pretty badass. Yeah, in your hometown. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we we're we're very grateful for this opportunity, and and uh, you know, we're just trying to work hard. Um, you know, I always say the easy part was to win the election. Now the hard part is to stay there. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you know, I told everybody at the office on day one that you know I'm already running for my next campaign because you know that's right. It's 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 twenty four seven. Um, you got to stay on it, you know, and, and people need to see, you know, see what you're doing and see you, period, you know, to know that, that you're you're present and you're, you know, taking it seriously. Um, so that's what we've tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, your command staff. So, so you know, the sheriff's elected official, they run every four years. And really, in, in, in a lot of ways, the most powerful law enforcement uh, official in the city, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by rank, I outrank the police chief. That's right, because um, yes. I'm elected. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of people don't know that yet. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know that from you telling me. But yeah, in the in the broad, I guess broad scheme, what what, what do you kind of oversee on your your day to day? So you know, I I, I joke and very jokingly um, like to uh, remind everybody that that uh, every day since January the second, I've been working for free. Uh, <laughs> by law, I'm only required to work one day a year. You know, literally, my only job is to get reelected. Wow. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're not you doing do a lot that. more than that. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> That that is a, a perfect example of just because you can don't mean you should. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I put in thirteen hour Saturdays. I mean, I you know I I try to work as much as I can, right. um, and uh, it's it's not it's not um, that foreign a sight to see me pulling up on a call for service. I mean, um, you know I've made one felony arrest you know as sheriff already, and and uh, that's know, a bad day right there. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, I I, yeah. I never want to lose those skills. It doesn't matter what my role is because you never know what's going to happen. So I want to keep my skills sharp. I'm actually um, going to SWAT school in a couple of weeks. You know, go, me wow. and uh, my chief deputy are both doing it. And, you know, I mean, nothing like being in your <laughs> mid-40s to 50 years old, you know, uh, deciding, hey, you know, I don't know if it's a midlife crisis or what, but, no, yeah, we're, we're, we're still ready to <laughs> – Knock, knock down doors, and you know I'm, I'm ready to join you. Shit, I'm yeah. retired. I'll come out of retirement for that. I'm, I'm telling you, it's uh, you know we've got a lot of things going. So you know, that's awesome. Yeah, where's yeah. that going to be? I know you did yours, and well, you know uh, you going you doing yours at through Crater with Crater, that, yeah, with Charlie okay. Winslow. He and he he knows what he's talking about. He's a um, I think he retired from Portsmouth. He was their commander, but uh, you know we um, I went to this two week school in Norfolk. And uh, Patterson. That's and what I, I was thinking. Anthony about. Patterson. And I. Mm-hmm. I mean, we thought it was like a regular school. No, <laughs> it was a two. It was their two week tryout for their team. They didn't tell us that, but we we were allowed to come and, and participate. But it mm. was that was pure hell, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you say that, like my blood pressure shoots up. I'm ready. I'm ready. To, you know, yeah. assume the shield, man, and get get to work. But anyway, so that's cool. But I mean, you lead by example. So when you said your deputy, your deputy uh, sheriff, right? What, what's it called, D- chief? Chief deputy. Chief deputy. Chief deputy. So that's um, who's that? What's Mark it? Mark Lilly. Yeah, Mark Lilly. Yeah. And then his brother is also Mike. There. Yep, Mike Lilly. All all started in Petersburg. Oh, really? Yeah. And then <laughs> and um, your training guy also started in Petersburg. Will Mayor. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> not only uh, so I'm, I'm saying this is I know all these guys and and I knew um, when you got elected I was like man the only, I mean I, I'm nobody to give any advice about being the sheriff but I was like just surround yourself with the right people and you did so I mean you are not only did you surround yourself with people that, that um, you knew and trusted these guys are I mean they're top notch yeah yeah um, have the experience they have the experience um, hard workers I mean these guys are like if you had to go to battle you couldn't have a more if you act crazy and hope well share uh, in the sheriff's department or the courtroom rather <laughs> it's gonna be a good day for you <laughs> i'm just giving that warning to the general public that ain't the courtroom to play in yeah <laughs> yeah we've got some rather large uh yeah. fellas yeah um, so like, i mean i mean I, wrestling champions and no, no yeah it's just cool man i mean mm-hmm. you know it's like a dream come true so i i imagine going to work would be like you know Almost a dream come true for you in a way. It makes makes it so much nicer. And you knew from experience from from coming from an agency that had substandard leaders, um, how to lead people. Mm-hmm. How you didn't want to be treat your own people. So. Well, I mean that's just it. You know they they um, they don't really in the new sheriff school they didn't 
really tell you, you know, how to do the job. You know, right. they just tell you what kind of expect and, you know, some hiring practice, legal stuff and that sort of thing. But, you know, two and a half days later, they're, all right, see you, you know, and you're you'll a be a sheriff. Two and a half days. Two and a half days, that's all it was. And <laughs> okay. um, So, yeah, I mean, really, I, I mean, you know, when I won the election, I was literally had no rank. I was just a deputy in, you know, Sussex County. Um, so being basically from the bottom going straight to the top, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this is a – that's a big has the potential to go re- really bad, you know, if, uh, if I don't get my stuff together. So, um, and and really, my my uh, leadership style is just basically, you know, learn from from other supervisors yeah. that I've had, and I've taken things that I liked that they did, and mm-hmm. and I avoid things that I hated, and, yeah. and um, you know, ultimately, you know, it, that formula seems to be working because um, I'm. You know, happy to say I'm at full staff and have been for the entirety of my my time in office. And uh, I mean, we're getting applications coming in, even though we're telling them, "Look, we don't have any positions." They're like, "Just hold it, just in case." I mean, we've yeah. got a basically a waiting list to, to come work for Hope Bus Sheriff's Office. Words so, out, man. That's great. Yeah, it's um, what's, you know, what's the number like, in a in a? Um, we're not a big agency, obviously. We're not the primary law enforcement in Hopewell, but we've got a total of sixteen uh, or. 13 maybe 13 full-time um but a total of 30 employees yeah. altogether, including me you know so i make the 30 yeah, um and, awesome. and like i say I'm, I'm the only non-essential employee we have so you know everybody else there does a great job and <laughs> you know they keep that place running and you know i just get to be a politician so <laughs> yeah but i mean you're out there i mean there, there's a difference so you're a politician but you're also out there leading by example like you said you made a felony arrest i was like hello yeah, that's what I said. That'd be a bad day for that guy. You're yeah, like, well, oh, I, you know, I, I know him since we were teenagers. That, that made it a little uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, well, that's the other thing. I mean, so so let's see. You grew up there. How much has Hopewell changed? You know, um, I lived in Hopewell for almost, uh, in fact, you, your first year when you were born, mm-hmm. we lived there for a year, 224 South 17th Avenue. And uh, we think we lived there eight or nine years. But I mean, I, I notice a difference. I mean, and I know you're not putting the city down or anything, but I mean, there is a difference in um, uh, talking to some of the officers. There a lot, a lot, of, a lot more drugs are prevalent and stuff. Only in certain areas and stuff. Have, have you noticed any of that? Or it, it's it's pretty much you know. I mean, that's really always been the case. The only difference now is um, social media. Right. Okay. You know that yeah. pays a plays a big part in it. Um, if you know, we didn't have social media in the '80s and yeah. '90s. So a lot of the stuff was still going on. It just, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't go viral. And, you see and, more of it, yeah. Yeah. We kind of talked about, with, about that with Dr. Greenberg. Mm-hmm. He's like, one 20-second clip can be seen yeah. 20,000 times, yep. and it makes it that much more yep. prevalent and, and sticks yeah, in your head. You know, in the media, you know, they you know, if, it, if it bleeds, it leads. And, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, they, they, they like to push that stuff. And, you know, I'm grateful for guys like Wayne Koval, yeah. um, who, who – um, He's police friendly. Yeah, yeah he, he's very police friendly, and he reached out to me, you know, during the height of all the the shootings and all, and and I wanted to do a positive story, and you know, and and I was happy to to take part in that, and you know, kind of show him the things that we were doing as far as the sheriff's office to try to you know ease people's minds that look, it's not as bad as you think it is. Um, yes, a lot of attention is being brought to Hopewell right now, but you know, there's some things going on that you know we can't really talk about, but there's a lot of good going on behind the scenes. And, and, right. um, and that's being seen now with the lack of, you know, major events here, quite a little stretch. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. That helps out. Yeah. Cause it, it, you guys, I mean, and it's, you know, crime, you can't predict where crime's going to happen. And I think social media certainly plays a role in it. You know, at least people know where everybody is at, at, at any given time now and they can, they can organize faster oh, or, yeah. or, you know, you know, like I said, when you said I was in investigations, um, you know, I, I did a lot of stuff there. But it, even though there wasn't social media or even the height of like the um, cell phones were just like regular phones, they're not like a little mini computer. People still would get information, but it's just not as fast. You know, yeah. and the negativity that you see now is just. It's just it's just a sign of the times, but hopefully, you know, it makes a turnaround. So um, I know you plan on running again. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, plan on running several times. If, That's right. You, know, <laughs> you got you got quite a, a long time. You, you're building this this team of great uh, deputies, building this great um, agency. But uh, 
I mean, what what is your what is something that if, if here's a free chance or, or, or you know to, to put a word out to the people, potential voters? I mean, any message you'd like to send out? Uh, just basically, you know, um, understand that we are, you know, we're we're working extremely hard and um, to try to bring what I believe is one of the most basic human rights is the, you know, safety and security. Yeah, that's right. You know, everyone should feel safe where they live. And, um, you know, it's why I never really understood why there used to be beef between sheriff's offices and police departments. And, yeah. and um, I think the first person in my office when I took over at the, at the time was Chief Stark. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, look, I don't know, you know, what's been going on the last four years. I wasn't here, but... Um, I don't know the relationship, you know, how, you know, good or bad. I said, you know, I wasn't privy to those conversations. I said, the only thing I can think of is his egos. And, um, you know, I assured him and I've since assured, you know, um, Chief Taylor and, and, um, and Donnie Reed when he was the interim chief and and kind of holding it down as the, as the major, you know, I don't have an ego. Um, you know, we're here to help any way we can. And, um, you know, and that's what we've tried to do, and and it's it's being noticed, and I, you know, I'm thankful yeah. for that. You know, um, I haven't, you know, at least personally heard any anything no. bad, you know, being said. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we're doing okay. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, there is, like I said, man, there's nothing to me any any better of a story than this. Really, I mean, I'm just being from the heart. I told you that when we were messaging back and forth, and I, and I appreciate you coming on, but. Um, you know, the message for us here is uh, on this particular show was just to give people opportunities to tell a story. And also in this, in your case, you know, since you're an elected official, get the word out of, of what you're trying to do for the community and what you are doing for the community. So, I mean, I, I don't think anything more important. And I don't think when you said that, you know, people just want to be heard that that is, I mean, you got to be careful as law enforcement. You got to think about your own safety and the safety of others, but at the right time and place, people do just want to be heard. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a big thing. I mean, it, it, even like I remember fighting, you know, people in Petersburg and getting them under arrest. And then, you know, so you're, you're literally fighting somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, this, you probably bring some memories for mm-hmm. you too. And then, you, then you're riding because we, we had to process everybody. We had to we had arrest them, fingerprint them, photograph them, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you had a little more time together. And, and the, in that de escalation time when it was over, I'd, I'd ask these guys, like, you know, what were you thinking? And, and they're like, you know, hey, I wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. This wasn't personal against you. You know, I just, this is the situation that was going on. And, you know, unfortunately, we couldn't have come to that situation. We couldn't have come to the, the, the verbalization of it at the time because, you know, it wasn't the right time. But yeah. later we were able to, 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 to do that. So they just really wanted to be heard. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Now, something stuck in my head. You, you said you had two and a half days of, Training, I guess you call it. New sheriff school. New yeah. sheriff school. Mm-hmm. Now, is there anyone now you reach out to and kind of um, reach out for help? Or is it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned Sheriff Crawford and Vanessa's. Uh, she's been great. Um, you know, she's she's always there to, to help. Of course, I worked for um, for Chief Giles in, in Sussex and um, another great guy. Um, you know, I still still have uh, some of the retired sheriffs. You know, one that, that hired me and. And then uh, the one after him uh, um, that, that I can reach out to if I need anything, you know, Sheriff uh, uh, Todd Wilson out in Columbia Heights and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sheriff Leonard in, in Chesterfield. I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, I've gotten to know. And, and, and yeah. you know, the, the thing about sheriffs, there's 123 sheriffs in Virginia. Okay. Mm. Um, and we're kind of a, you know, kind of a small fraternity. Yeah, you know, it doesn't say, matter, it's... you know, if you're the longest tenured sheriff or the brand new just won an election. Every one of them is there to help each other yeah. if you need it. That's and, cool. Um, Man, I, I just cool. I didn't think about that. And you guys mm-hmm. have a chance to talk and sure. Yeah, meet. we have two conferences a year, um, and then there's a national conference. I was, you know, blessed to be able to attend the two so far that that I've had That's a chance nice. to attend, and um, and also get to meet sheriffs from all over the country. And and um, but like I said, the the local the conferences are great to get to know a lot of the ones that you know that you don't see on a daily basis or, or talk yeah. to. Um, and then, of course, you have the little group that you came in with. 
Yeah, you right, know, right. it's you almost get, like when you when you get in the academy. You know, yeah. your your academy buddies tend to be lifelong <laughs> friends. <laughs> lifelong well, friends, that's right. You know, th- those of us that won our elections that year will will be you know forever bonded. Yeah. You know, because of that, so you know, I have you know a couple guys over in the Shenandoah Valley that I talk to on a regular basis. You know, you said um, y'all have like little group chats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we we have group chats. We've got emails. I mean, we you know, there's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of. I mean, I, when I was teaching, it's kind of for any job like that where you oversee something and, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's the same for principals or if you're fire chief, police chief is, you know, you're, you have this role and you oversee a bunch of people and you see them every day, but you don't really share that with anybody on a daily basis. Cause like, you are the guy in mm-hmm. Hopewell and you don't really have someone next door to you. You can go, Hey, you know, you guys are sharing the same experiences day to day. So I think it's cool that you guys can meet up and mm-hmm. I'm sure the conferences are special cause you actually get to relate with people who are doing the same work that you do every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's great. You know, the networking is great because like I said, you never know when a situation will come up and, you know, somebody in, you know, Northern Virginia, you know, you can reach out to for, for certain things and somebody out in the Western part of the state, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've got a directory where I can call any one of them, you know, whether I know them or not. I mean, but they'll answer the phone. I mean, you know, it's a sheriff answering for another sheriff and, you know, they're always willing to do that and, and help wherever they can. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So is there anything outside of a uh, police world that you enjoy doing on free time or? Uh, I mean, I like, I like working out, you know, trying to, trying to keep my body as strong as, as I can possibly keep it. You know, <laughs> if I could walk away from the cheesecake, I'd be doing a lot better, yeah. but, uh, that's my problem. You know, yeah, the sweets <laughs> are the hardest. Part. Yeah. I mean, you can't out, uh, outwork out a bad diet and so, so they say, and I'm, I'm yeah. living proof of that. So, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. well, yeah, just like I said, I'm, I'm trying to stay, uh, as able-bodied as I can because I, you know, I do try to lead by example, as you said earlier, yeah, right. and, no. uh, no you know, I don't expect my depth is to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Yeah. Because I think we've talked about that before. So you walk in, no, I'm not putting anybody down, but you say so you walk into the doctor's office and someone who's unhealthy and, you know, maybe out of shape is trying to tell you how to get into shape and how to do something. And you're like, yeah, the doctor's out of shape trying to tell you to be in shape, but, you know, it's kind of, contra- kind of contradictory, you know? Yeah. So no, you, I mean, you get a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. You get a lot of that. But well, so uh, you, you yeah. keeping yourself in shape and. Yeah. I'm trying. I mean, to look you know, whatever to. I am is, is a shape, I guess, nah. some form or another. But no, nah, well, I mean, it's, it, we're, we're always a work in progress. It says a lot, though, you know, for you to keep doing it and, and be in shape. So um, later, you know, not not now. I'm saying later on, um, you have a deputy that he's from New York State, right? From New York City, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, and, and I guess I can say his name is Sarver. He was my recruit, and um, when I, my last class of 99th BLE. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he has a story and basically, you know, I don't know what nationality he is. Um, damn, he's Middle Eastern, I know that. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, after nine eleven, he was in New York. And wow. you know, he was he was the uh the blunt of because he had nothing to do with anything to do with nine eleven, of course. I'm not and you know, there's only a small handful of people. But he you know, under during that time he you know, he he was assaulted and accused of being mm-hmm. part of it just by his nationality. Right. But he always wanted to be a law enforcement officer. So he and even law enforcement didn't really back him up there because you know you can imagine, mm-hmm. uh, not that they should have, but of course everybody's you know so emotional during that time frame. Yeah. Anyway, he moves to this area, and um, the sheriff you end up hiring him. I mean, he's he's so emotional about that. At least he was when he came to the academy. I've never seen anybody um, go through so much negativity and then still have you know faith in the system and you gave him that chance i think you know that was huge man well yeah i mean he uh i can't take credit for hiring him he was actually there when i got there but um, you sent him to the law i sent him to the academy and right. a, you know i i promised him you know that i'd send him if i won the election and, and yeah. uh so there is there i didn't mean to interrupt you sir yeah. but there's a difference so, you know you can go to the jail or academy and, and this i'm not saying there's any one's better or than the other, but he just have more authority. So you send him to the basic law enforcement where he has mm-hmm. all arrest powers and all that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what he, 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 you know, he was so proud of himself for that. And, you know, I was thinking about this. I was like, you know, you like the person that, you know, give second chances, but it wasn't really a second chance. It was a first chance. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. And a lot of your staff and, and you're humble about it, but you've given some guys that were, you know, um, that maybe had lost their way for some for a little bit of time, like we all do. I've definitely lost my way before, and and now they're working for you, and, and they're they're dedicated to the city, and dedicated to you. So, mm-hmm. 
says well, a lot well, about yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, I don't, I don't judge people by singularity, you know, moments in time and, you know, you know, I do believe people have have yeah. that uh, potential to grow and mature and and all right. that and and well, uh, and and I mean I I include myself in that you yeah know. I, I mean, I've don't. lost my way a few times you know I mean right. I haven't lived a you know perfect life and done everything right so like I said you learn more from the mistakes and and right. uh, and the and that sort of thing than, than you do from any successes so yeah yeah that's awesome so and last thing I guess we're gonna hold you up too long is. Uh, you got engaged this year, it looked like. I mean, I only know that through social media, so I asked yeah. you if I could ask you off off air, but Sure, yeah. No, it it was a long time coming. Like I like I tell her, you know, I've got a very extensive background check process, and it yeah. took twelve years to to uh, to go ahead and move into the next phase in the, in the interview process. That's all right. So you know, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I mean, I mean, your fiance, she she, she owns her own business, or she she's a business. She's a, she's a hairstylist. I mean, she's technically a subcontractor. She rents a booth, you know, in, yeah, a, in yeah, a hair yeah. salon. I think that's how that works but yeah you know um i don't know if that's lucrative or not she didn't give me in her money so i don't you know okay. i don't know what she makes but <laughs> yeah but i mean you've been together for a long time and yeah. you know I, I just want to say congratulations on that yeah, yeah it's awesome well, thank you yeah, yeah. it well, took me nine years to engage so yeah it's, you know i mean you gotta you gotta test the waters you know what i'm saying i mean you know you gotta you make gotta, sure everything's yeah, lining look, up i got you know I'm, I'm gonna do you know i'm gonna make sure everything i must comb through you know every no, every little hair and detail and <laughs> no i'm yeah. kidding I, honestly i'm just lucky she stayed with me for nine that, that's years. what I'm, I'm sitting here now i, I you know uh when the sheriff walked in, he introduced him to my wife, and he, she, he said, uh, you deserve a medal for sticking with this guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I she, think, I think I know you better than she does. Yeah, I think you do, too, <laughs> in some respects. Yeah. But anyway, um, those stories will remain hidden in the chest forever. For another day. But uh, <laughs> but what I'm getting around to is, so my son's fiance, now his wife, she, I mean, she's a nurse now. She's, she's, mm. she's stunning. I was like, I remember at their wedding, I'm like, okay. Cause I got to do a little speech, you know. I was like, "Hey, dude," mm-hmm. and I, I was like, "How did this happen?" Because I mean, she is, she is, she's yeah. a wonderful person. Now I've only seen pictures of your fiance, but she's a beautiful lady, and and I'm I'm looking at you, and I know you, you know, some level, but and then I was like, "Man, she must have really cared about you to hang out there for them twelve years." <laughs> yeah, she's a very lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, she she seems like a great person. She is, yeah. She she's uh she like I said, she's she's put up with me for that long, and you know, and she's been with me in some very very you know trying times, low yeah. and trying times, and and um yeah, so you know, I felt um, nothing else, you know. She yeah. she's uh, she's definitely earned that that uh that that rock <laughs> that she's got uh, on her hand right now. Um, did you did y'all, y'all? I mean, I'm not trying. To get, I only know from social media, but y'all. Uh, then y'all went to you went to the uh, where'd y'all go? Like if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, we were we went on a cruise. Neither one of us had been on a cruise oh, before, wow, okay. and, and um, so we did. We took a cruise, and and uh, how'd you like it? Oh, I loved it. She not so much. She hmm. you know oh, really? she she didn't really do the the motion sickness thing oh, too well, and you yeah, know that'll I, get you. I wasn't affected, thankfully. Um, I never took anything or uh, no patches or anything, but wow. you know, I was fine. But yeah, no, she had a rough time of it. But you know, yeah, that makes it no. Did fun. y'all hit the Caribbean? Yeah, area. we we stopped at uh, Half Moon Cay, which is um, Carnival's Island in the Bahamas, and then the next stop was uh, Turks and Caicos. Yeah, that's I knew it. That's yeah. what I was getting yeah, around we, to. We went there last summer or yeah. two summers ago. I yeah, guess. I thought. Uh, yeah, I, so I was going to say we went to Turk and Cake, Turks and Caicos. What do you think about that? Uh, we enjoyed it. Um, you know that. Other than you know the, the amount of drugs that you were able to purchase right there on the beach from some of the locals, uh, <laughs> yeah. we ended up taking a tour of the island, and wow. um, you know that was fun. You know, I mean, it's, it's weird because uh, if you if you go to Turks and Caicos and actually visit the the yeah. island, literally wild donkeys just roaming around. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um, so we got to feed some donkeys, and wow. you know, and that, that was pretty. That was pretty fun, and and uh, and then our last stop was Dominican Republic, which was nice as well. We yeah. spent the day at a resort, um, kind of took advantage of uh, of that resort for the day, and you know, nice. be be somewhere I'd like to, you know, maybe go back to and actually just stay at the resort. But it was, you know, it was very nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you'd gone to Turks. I, I didn't. So know. It was a five day cruise. It was eight actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, eight day. Yeah. yeah. 
I was wondering cuz couple one of my buddies said he said 7 days was too long and 5 days was was good but I, I've heard different from everybody. Yeah. I guess it depends on whether you like the like yeah. the water and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was fine. Yeah. But yeah, if, yeah, um if, if you get sick, yeah, it'd be tough, yeah. She, yeah, she had more of a rough time with it than I did, but I I enjoyed it. Um I'd like to go back. You yeah. Know. Now 8 days, you know, that, that is a little it's a little long. Yeah. Um and uh you know, so maybe a shorter one would be would be fine. But you know, like I said, I mean, we didn't really know one way or another uh, when we when we booked it. Uh, we had some other friends going, and you know, they were already already booked for this cruise. So we were kind of stuck with <laughs> what they with did. that what they chose. And uh, like <laughs> yeah. I said, they're all cruise uh, veterans, and and uh, we were the newbies. But you know, it was uh, like I said, all in all, it was fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but if you get a chance, I mean, we stayed at. Um, it was the beaches, beaches resort, resort. And, and Turks. So, you know, it is like that in a lot of these these. Um, they're not third world countries, but I mean that they're they're outside the resorts. It's, it's almost you know it's night and day. But um, we did enjoy. It's it beautiful. If you get a chance to, if you wanted to go back, I think beaches. It's a pretty nice resort. Man. Okay, but yeah, yeah but yeah. when you from back and forth from the airport, it is like a whole other world. You're like, what in the world, man? And they're driving the left side of the road because it's a British it's colony. A British colony, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we were on the beach, and uh, the guy didn't come with to me. I guess I, I still look like a cop because I'm not, but uh, I'm retired. But um, he asked my sister in law if she wanted some weed <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You want some weed, man?" You know. So. See, that reminds me of Cancun. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, same thing. Same thing. We were on the beach in Cancun. That's the first time I've ever been out of the country. Yeah. And uh, matter of fact, it was we took that vacation right after the 2017 election. You know, I was hoping that it was going to be a celebration, but you know. <laughs> It was a good uh, rest and relaxation to go lick my wounds and all, but um, but yeah, we were on the beach one day and this gentleman walked up to me and asked me if I wanted you know weed, cocaine. I said, "Policia." He said, "Oh, good, <laughs> good thing I'm in Mexico." I said, "Good thing." Ten four. <laughs> that would be terrifying. No telling what you'd get down there, but who knows? Yeah. But yeah, no, it was uh, it, it was it was nice, you know. The people were real nice and all yeah. that, but oh, it was yeah. just it was just funny because it was. <laughs> Wide open. I'm like, wow, this is a little different than Virginia Beach. I'm guessing, so. <laughs> a different world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shoot, nowadays you can almost do it now. Yeah, buy it in Virginia Beach. I guess you can gift it to somebody. So anyway, now, is there? Yeah, is, I mean, I guess there is a still a limit in Virginia, right? About growing it. Growing it, you can have up to four plants. Okay. Um, yeah, you can't. Yeah, and it, I think you can have. Uh, I, I up to know. an ounce, I believe. Yeah, up to an ounce. <clears throat> on, yeah. Consider it personal use. On personal use. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was in the house today. They did way more than that. Yeah, they really? had like the indoor <laughs> tents with the lights and stuff. What? I, yeah. I'm like, I was saying I'm not going to give it, you know. Yeah, hell no. Don't get involved in that stuff. Great God. But it was three separate tents and. Well, at least they had it covered, you know, when I was, was campaigning, covered. you know, I, I walked up on some front porches and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> That's right. All right. If you can remember, vote for me. <laughs> if you can remember, <laughs> vote for me. Well, it's legal now, so hey. Yeah. Not that many plants, but yeah. I mean, oh, it was like a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was this times, you know, this size of this table. I was like, good yeah. Lord. Oh, I think God. I got secondhand right. just walking in there, but. And then we had the chief yeah. of Chesterfield calling us. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say where I was, so. <laughs> what county I was in. That's right. You may not have been in Chesterfield. Yeah. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. All I right, wasn't so. in Hopewell, though, so I can assure right. you of that. The sheriff can, can be rest <laughs> assured just not in his, under his uh, purview, right? It is, uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to get arrested by me, you know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> you got to try. My, my, I mean, you got to really try hard because uh, I mean, the guy the felony arrest I made, he actually walked into my office to make you know to get arrested. So oh. yeah, that's uh, so that's, that that's kind of like uh, you know walking walk the fly going into the Venus flytrap. So <laughs> he walked in it to be arrested. Well, he's a convicted felon, and uh, he was coming to pick up his ammunition in his book bag that he <laughs> left. Unattended, yeah. Well, wow. that'll do it. That will do it for <laughs> so, you. I said, "Well, it's funny you mentioned that." So, so yeah. Before we sign off, um, there, I, I, uh, the civilian you have working there. Um, I know you probably have some, but uh, she works up the front. Uh, and we give mm-hmm. her any props. I don't. I don't know. Can't think of her name. Though. Jessica. Jessica. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I didn't know if yeah. I just know she was there when I was there for that couple mm-hmm. of years, and at, at the the SARS graduation, I saw her there with you guys. Mm-hmm. She's been a big help. Oh, absolutely! I, you know, I tell her all the time. I tell her parents all the time. I mean, she's the she's the MVP of the office. I mean, that's right. Kinda, <laughs> that's kind of like she kind of holds it the together. academy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you know, we, that's why we, we gave her a pretty substantial raise when we got there, when I saw all the stuff that she does. Uh, right. I know she appreciates um, that. Yeah. We, we, we definitely wanted to show that gratitude, you know, and, and kind of bump her up because, uh, you know, before I got there, you know, I didn't really know what she did. I didn't know yeah. what a lot of people did. You know, I was always out of the office on 295. Right. And, Working, yeah. You know, so you, when, you, when you see somebody and they seem like, you know, they're always just chit-chatting and not really working, you're like, man, I don't know what's going on down here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but really, in fact, I mean, she's so good at it. She does it so quick. Right. I mean, she, you, you have to really uh, – work hard to try to keep her busy because she just gets her her work done so fast that's and, good. and uh <laughs> so i'm like all right well that's you know Here's you, you deserve uh, some more walking around money for this so that's good well, that's, yeah. i mean that's that's what i'm talking about man I, I'm, I'm glad i asked you that because I, I wanted to get them props out for her too so <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool it just seems like it's all very small world yeah in the law yeah. enforcement yeah. it is we, in this area we uh we definitely uh find a lot of familiar faces in this profession and and uh you know sometimes the uniform changes but yeah. like i said nine out of ten times the the, the officer does <laughs> yeah and uh you know so it's good to catch up with some guys and um remain in touch and, and all that and like i said they're another resource as well that you can always tap into i mean nobody knows everything so right, right. um you know it's good to have a bunch of people you can relate to and ask questions yeah absolutely so we always ask this question um this is a random question if you were on your if you were in the chair your last day they gave you your last your last meal my last meal what would your last meal be? We have to come up with a different question, but I like this question. Um, okay. well, we'll a lot about a person. Know, we're we're going to definitely have to go with a a nice. Uh, what is that? Uh, Kobe beef steak. Oh yeah, the, mm-hmm. um, some form of potato. Mm-hmm. I would I would think. Um, and then uh, that's a tight We need to worry meal. about a salad on this one because you know I mean. At that point, you know, there's no use in trying to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, so go on, give me a big old slice of cheesecake. That's it. There you man. go. So uh, he normally asks this, but how is the uh, it's a steak, right? Is that what it is? What the Kobe? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's top notch. Top notch. Yeah. How do you have it cooked? I've never had it. I mean, you know. Yeah, but but I mean, how do you have your steak normally cooked? Rare, medium, medium rare. rare. Yeah, yeah, medium I told rare. You, man. Yeah. See, he's like a well done. I'm no, like a medium. I don't know what the hell. I well, am. you brought up Nassar. You know, he's he's deathly afraid of dogs. <laughs> and um, he, him and another deputy, they, you know, they called me one day. They were going to Texas Roadhouse and wanted to know if I want to go there and meet them. And unfortunately, I had something else going on, so I couldn't do it. But I told him, I said, "All right, but look, you're gonna have to get, you know, because he likes well done steak." I said, okay. "I said, uh, I said, I ain't gonna fly, man. You, you you're gonna have to eat, you know, <laughs> get you a medium well, you know, something, yeah, uh, or you know, or or a medium, you know, something, you know. yeah." But uh, With some color in it, and he was like, "No, no, no! I need my my steak cooked." And I'm like, "Man, I mean, it's like you really are missing out. I mean, it's almost like eating, you know, yeah, you might as well eat your belt, you know, a leather <laughs> strap or something. You Damn, know? like why are you why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah, I said, yeah. I said, well, I'll tell you what, man, you know, you got to step out of your comfort zone. I said, and if you don't at least at least give me medium well, or what was it? What's the yeah. next down from from yeah. well? Is it medium? Medium, well? medium. Medium well. Yeah. At least do that for me or you're going to have to walk my dog. What did he do? Oh, he ate the steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dog's a 130-pound Connie Corso, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. <laughs> he ate the steak. Yeah. She yeah, doesn't have so. to be mooing, but you need some, some yeah, red no, on there. I mean, come on. I've gotten a little bit better, so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Yeah, medium, medium rare. I've done rare, and, you know, it's a little chewy, and I don't really like that. Yeah. But the medium rare, I think, is right oh. on time. Oh, yeah. It melts in your mouth. Yeah. It depends on where you get it, but yeah, it's yeah. That's the okay. way to go. Well, hey, I'll try. I'm, since the sheriff said I'm gonna do it, like you said, if you're comfortable, you're wrong. Yeah, that's our motto. <laughs> and then I'll one last it. thing in the spotlight. I know you like to work out, mm-hmm. and you're in the leadership role. If I mean to anybody, yeah, in law enforcement, outside of law law enforcement, what's your uh, word of advice for motivation? If you know, just getting up in the morning, getting it in, yeah. As far as working out, it could be working out. It could be just get, getting up, going to work. I mean, well, again, it goes back to lead by example, you know. And and I really truly feel like I am more of a motivator than anything else in that office because I I really have to ask a lot mm-hmm. of of the deputies because we're such a small office and and uh, it's part of the reason why I brought in the diverse people that I brought in and yeah. you know I'm looking for 
you know, to be creative in certain ways and, and it's definitely helped strengthen my problem solving skills. Right. You know, we mentioned Mike Lilly earlier. I mean, he, he retired as a fire captain and yeah. EMT. We've had several, you know, emergency um, situations, medical situations in the courthouse that he was able to stabilize the people and, you know, and have them ready to go when the, when the emergency crew got there. And, you know, I mean, just little things like that. But, you know, it's um, so, yeah, it's it's, you know, on me to to motivate. And um, and, and I just really have found that, you know, do as I say, but not as I do doesn't really work. Right. So, you know, I just come to work and and. And actually work and and uh, and show them that, and I think that has been well received with the staff, and and like I said, they're they're, you know, I tell them all the time. I mean, they're they're amazing. They they make me look really good, you know, and and, uh, <laughs> and that's hard to do, you know. But <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I said, I've got I'd put my staff up against any staff in the state. Bingo. You know, um, you know, they really do a great job, and and uh, again, they make me look there you go. look really good. That's awesome. I think that's a perfect way to end it, man. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 modest, man, but I think you're doing a great job. So yeah, I appreciate humble. it. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And like I said, it's uh, you know, it's all about doing what you say you're going to do. You yeah. know, if if all politicians would do that, I think this country would be in a lot better shape. You ain't lying. But yeah, I mean, I told everybody what I was going to do when I was running, and that's all I'm doing now is is just what I told everybody I was going to do. So I mean, it really should not be any surprises. Yeah, um, yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah, and make sure you, uh, you know, get the word out to check you out on the podcast, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, send me a copy and we'll get it posted. And yeah. Yeah, we have a couple ahead of you and we'll, I'll give you the well, date and stuff for okay. it. And, um, but, yeah, we'll have the, the links ready to go. We're on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So all awesome. that will be live and it'll be on a Monday. So All right. We'll let you know when that goes out. And, All right. Now, if you don't get as many viewers as you normally get, <laughs> I tried to tell him that I'm 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 more a radio type of guy than than uh, than an on camera. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> well, I'm, I'm better behind the camera than I am in front of it. Yeah. Well, well, but I, I don't know, man, because uh, you know the podcast. Well, I guess. On Spotify is all well, you can watch. Yeah, it too. well, no, on Apple like and Spotify, it's just radio. Yeah, yeah. So you just, oh, okay. you, you'll just be seen on YouTube. All right. So if you just want to share those links, you can. Oh yeah, I mean, like <laughs> nah, I said, I don't, I don't want to know. scare anybody. You know, I'm, I got a <laughs> face for face for radio. You know, I don't. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm, I'm trying to build, help you build this program. You know, I mean, we're we're trying to get this this, this podcast. That's up. it, man. Yeah. Well, we want you to get reelected for many, many, many. Well, then definitely don't years. show it. I mean, you know. <laughs> No, we re- really appreciate you being on. Yeah, no, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. This, this was a lot awesome, of fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. Man. Yes, sir. All right. Anything else? Like I said, he's got to do his little spill, and this is it. All right. Yeah, just follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, also Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we'll see you next time. Right. Thank on you, the sir. Hill. All right. Thank peace, you, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to On The Hill. Like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. See ya.